Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Celebrate Your Journey, where we learn all about our amazing moment makers. Today, we celebrate Angeline, who is a moment maker currently working with Magic Bubbles. She started with TLS as a member of the Serta Pro team. And when we launched Magic Bubbles as a brand partner, she was a part of our pilot phase team to deliver seamless service for Magic Bubbles customers. Angeline is always wearing a smile. She is always bringing joy to a room, even over Zoom. And above all, she's human. She has a fantastic outlook on how people should treat people better. And that is a core element of who we are at TLS. I don't want to spoil too much. Let's get to celebrating Angeline's journey. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I am doing quite well. So we're here to really talk about you because we've started this series of Celebrate Your Journey just to really get to know our moment makers and kind of bridge that gap of putting a personality and a person really to the name and voice that our brands will hear and our people will hear um, and just learn more about you. So I'd like to start by knowing a little bit about your journey up until now. So your previous experience, what you've what you've done so far up until you've become one of our lovely Magic Bubbles moment makers. So before TLS, uh, obviously I am currently a student as well. So before TLS for the past about two years, I was not working. Uh, I was working on game design, uh, my game design program at Fanshawe. But before that, I just had some part-time jobs during high school, like mostly serving jobs. I did a banquet hall. I worked at a Chinese restaurant. Uh, what else did I do? Uh, I also did a pizza place, things like that. Oh, McDonald's as well. So yeah, and then here at TLS, it's been really a fun journey for me. I started as a remote worker on Serta Pro, and then I was on the Magic Bubbles pilot and then we, I moved to the office and now I'm just on Magic Bubbles waiting to be blended back into Serta Pro. But uh, working remote has its benefits, but obviously coming to the office was a really fun opportunity for me. And I'm really sad that I had to leave, uh, but I hope to come back eventually as well. Yeah, I hope so too. You, you certainly got to, uh, from what I understand, you had some good times with the boys over on Paul Davis. So. I really did. Yeah. The the <laughs> office just has such a, an amazing environment. Like I've never, you always hear about um, office life and like the work environments there, but I never really got to experience that at my other jobs. And uh, I mm -hmm. feel like TLS just does it so well. Yeah, they really do. And then you have, so I'd say majority of your experience is in customer service uh, centric or in the realm. So yes. where does, where does game design fit in? Cause it's um, an interesting dichotomy. Yeah, totally. So really cu the customer service side has been more about my personality rather than what I would like to do career wise, uh, career wise. Um, I am hoping to do teamwork based stuff. So, Really, the jobs I've done up until now have helped prepare me for that, especially uh, being with Magic Bubbles because we are such a good team. Uh, obviously, we have our team's chat. We have our amazing leaders and things like that. So it's been great, honestly, to prepare me for that. 
And uh, really just having an office life as well is another reason I wanted to move to the office because that is what I'm hoping for in game design. I know that mm-hmm. there's a lot of remote opportunities, but I personally have always been excited to be in a boardroom with a team making decisions and things like that. So very cool. So in, in 10 years, we're designing games. What's the what's the overall goal? Uh, the overall goal in 10 years for career. Yeah. Where do you see this taking you? Yeah, so it would really just be, well, hopefully, uh, I would hope out of Ontario, just not to trash talk Ontario, but I have lived here my whole life. So I'm I'm excited to explore the world. I'm thinking maybe Montreal or something, uh, you know, bigger. Uh, so I'm hoping for that. Like I said, uh, an office team to work with that I really enjoy. My biggest dream would be to work with Bethesda Studios, uh, which is uh, does have a branch in Montreal as well. So cool. That's fun. Yeah. So thinking about today um, and where you are today, what motivates you today? What's one thing that you wish you could tell your younger self when it comes to working hard and being successful from it? Honestly, it's always, always going to benefit you in the end, the harder you work. Uh, it may not seem like it in the moment. It may seem like not putting in the effort is fun and it's fine. But honestly, the harder you work, the more it's going to benefit you as a person. Uh, because mm-hmm. even if you're not recognized for that work, because I did have some jobs where uh, obviously I won't name names, but I was not recognized for my work or I was treated poorly and things like that. Not here at TLS, obviously, but, um, (laughs) previous jobs. Uh, and really though, like as, as much as it was tough to deal with, uh, I still persevered and I still worked hard for myself because I knew that getting that experience was going to benefit me in the long run. And clearly it has, because I've been, uh, serving our awesome customers here at Magic Bubbles with a smile. So, <laughs> well, yes, you definitely have. And I can say, I probably like refer back to it too often, but one of my favorite things that I've ever heard, one of my favorite things of yours I've ever heard is, I I want to say it was your first Magic Bubbles call and one of the first Magic Bubbles calls we had when we launched. And it was um, a new lead, a customer called in for one of the services and you just went, well, welcome to the magic bubbles family. And it was like the <laughs> perfect setup to Thank you. launch and just like everything that we wanted to embody magic bubbles as. And it was, um, it's one of my favorite things to just like puts a smile on my face every time. Thank so. you. That makes me happy. Oh, good. I want to know who are three people who have influenced you the most in your life and why, and with that, why kind of just what you've learned from them. For sure. Yeah. I would say that the three most influential people in my life have been uh, my mother, my best friend, Emily, and my boyfriend, Colin. Uh, on obviously my mom, she's my mother. So she's always been there for me uh, through the tough and the good as well. And she really just does it all. You know, she had three kids, she, uh, she worked and she stayed at home and, uh, she's just done everything for me. And she's always taught me all the good lessons, like working hard and things like that. And she actually, uh, was helping me look for jobs when I got this job. So, uh, she helped me get that as well, which was great. And then my best friend, obviously she's been with me 
through, I wouldn't say all of my life, but most of it. Uh, we met in high school and I'm in college now. So we've been together a few years and she's been through some of my major life events with me. And so has my boyfriend, uh, obviously the most recent development of the three. We hit our two years in October and he's helped me through so many things as well. Uh, he really shows me what it is to be a hard worker because he is an electrician. And so obviously he's an apprentice and he has to work really hard. He does school and work and, you know, everything in between. So. Well, congratulations to you and Colin. That's a big, that's, <laughs> that's definitely a big milestone, especially during COVID. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. We, yeah, we hit COVID together. It was rough, but we made it work. So. Yeah. I've been saying that to uh, my own boyfriend, if we can make it through COVID, we can make it through anything. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I agree. <laughs> I, I can say that I see it within you and that you are 100% a moment maker just based on your personality and the drive that you have in all of your interactions. But what does being a moment maker mean to you? Oh, honestly, so many different things. Uh, it really depends on the moment I'm making. Like there's some that, you know, I can tell I'm making the customer really happy or uh, I'm getting us a really important job or I've talked down a customer. Honestly, I think that would be my favorite is talking down customers that are upset and resolving the, the situation, which obviously doesn't always happen that way, but I try my best to make it so. Uh, and just generally being a moment maker to me just means being that person for people who need it. So if I'm having an issue with the company, Obviously, I'm calling them and I don't know who I'm going to get, but I know that the person I get has been trained or hopefully has been trained to resolve any situation I call in with. So it's just really nice to be depended on and uh, especially when it works out because I get to hear the relief when they know that we're going to arrive soon or uh, that we're going to come out and fix something that we might have missed or things like that. It just makes me really happy especially on Serta Pro as well. Uh, I actually remember one thing that was, I think one of my first moments made on Serta Pro and it was when uh, a customer had called in about getting a bedroom repainted and I could tell she was in a, uh, a bit of a rough spot, but basically she had been telling me about uh, her son who had uh, Down syndrome who she, his special interest was fire trucks and firemen and things like that. And she was telling me all about how she had to get it repainted for him and everything. And, uh, you know, things were tough because of what she was going through in life. Uh, she was giving me some details and I was just really sympathizing with her and trying to listen and be that person that she needed in the moment. And that's what being a moment maker means to me is, uh, being the person they need, whether it be resolving a situation or listening to them or finding something out for them. Uh, it's always about their needs and benefiting them as the customer. Yeah, I, could, I probably couldn't say it better myself. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I agree wholeheartedly 100% with everything you just said. And, and a common theme that we've that I've, I've heard through all of the times that I'll ask, whether it's that question or uh, variations of that question, it all comes down to really listening and um, hearing the customer and what they really have to say, 
because it's one thing, it's the difference between order taker and promoter maker. Um, where you can you can listen to a customer and take down the basic information and move forward, but to really listen to them, you're hearing their story, you're taking it in, you're engaging with their story, and you're making that difference. So uh, everything you just said, I agree. Exactly. And it that's why the complaint calls or things like that are special to me because I always try to remember that these people are people just like me. And that's why I love our slogan. Uh, people can treat people better because I totally believe that because I think some people forget that uh, whoever you're speaking with whether it be me versus them or them versus me uh, they're not just a customer or they're not just a customer service worker they're a person and they have feelings and emotions and whatever they're feeling in the moment uh, is valid to them so uh, it may not be valid overall depending on what they're speaking about or what I'm speaking about but uh, in the end, it's important to them. And like, you should just always try to be in their shoes and understand that, right? No matter what it is. Yes, I think, well, now this is just going to turn into a therapy session, but that's my, <laughs> that's my, uh, my number one thing is that just because feelings may not be valid to you doesn't mean they're not valid. So 100%. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So thinking about your own development within TLS and, and, um, where you started from training to being selected for our magic bubbles pilot phase. So then in the near future, you'll be working with two of our brands. What would you say is the key to the success um, and what motivates you to keep going? The key to success, I would say for being a moment maker and just as a person in general is really, like you said, I would say listening, like really just focusing uh obviously things like meeting with Anna and discussing our metrics uh really taking in her feedback and trying to implement it in the next like going forward after that uh so pretty much anything that happens along the work life just trying to listen whether it be on the phone or with your coworkers or with your boss always, always listen, always remember everything they say and try to implement it as well. So that way going forward, you are remembered. So obviously like for Caribou Campfire, uh, I get picked quite a bit because they remember me and things like that. So I would say that's the key to success at work is really just listen to everyone around you. Yes. And I would, I would say it's not just that you're, you're remembered. It's not that your name just kind of constantly comes up because you're there. It's that you, you always have something valuable to add and you always have, oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> every, everything that you do bring to the table, it's always something special. So thank you. It's more than just being memorable. <laughs> okay. That's good. to know. <laughs> so what excites you the most to come in in the morning? Uh, Ooh, that is a tough one because there's so many things. Uh, back when I was at the office, it was honestly getting to come in and talk to the guys. Uh, it was always a fun environment, like I said. But uh, now that I work remote, what excites me the most is uh, getting to see what my first call of the day is. It's always interesting to see what it is, whether it's a complaint or it's a booking or things like that. Uh, I like that there's variety. Uh, obviously, with CertiPro, uh, there was variety as well, but definitely not as much as there is on Magic Bubbles. We definitely have so many different processes and calls to take. So it's always interesting to see which pops up first. I agree. That reminds me of my um, 
that was like very similar to when I was working with Paul Davis and first on site. It's like that it's a different kind of excitement. It may not be that standard definition of excitement, but it's like, it's that variety because for sure have a routine of, yes, I answer an interaction. I complete the interaction. I go for the next one. And that routine becomes relatively mundane, but it's what's in between that keeps you going and keeps you very excited. So yeah, that first call of like, what are we going to get and what's coming next? (laughs) Right. Exactly. So what do you think has been your biggest success so far or your favorite memory? I think, like I said, one of my favorite memories is that one call I took about the sun with the room with the fire trucks, just because if I remember correctly, it was like a 30 or 40 minute call. So it was just a really nice conversation. And that has always been my favorite part of customer service. Uh, I had another call like that as well. It was, um, and my apologies, I don't remember the name and I probably shouldn't say it here anyway, just for privacy reasons, but it was a customer uh, who was a disabled veteran. Uh, He had actually remembered that I booked his estimate previous, and this was on Certipro. So I booked his estimate and then someone came out and gave it. And then he called back with questions and got me again. And he remembered me. And honestly, we have so many people on Certipro. So I just couldn't believe that he actually remembered me. Um, And then we proceeded to just have a really nice call about life for some reason. (laughs) I'm not sure why it went that direction, but it did. And it was lovely. Oddly enough, and this is like, this is the definition of fate. But John has had a very similar experience in he um, he assisted a woman during the Texas freeze on Paul Davis. And we had at the time, no offices could assist. They were all at capacity. Everyone was scrambling Mm -hmm. and she just, she just needed some help. And he, um, he, he listened to her. He heard kind of like that plea, basically he, she didn't have access to basic needs. She didn't have access to internet. She couldn't figure it out. So she, he just hopped on Google and he was helping her and giving her suggestions and giving her information. Um, a little bit outside of what we would normally do, but he just wanted to help her. And about two weeks later, she called in specifically just to thank him. And through the natural cue, she received him and they got to speak. Yeah. So it's like, and it's, and this is now the second time I'm hearing something like that. And it's just so insane to think of the numbers we receive in the queue and the amount of people in the queue to answer interactions and to think that, you get to kind of complete that circle is really cool. Yes, absolutely. And yeah, so I would say that the most memorable thing has been getting to hear the people behind the stories that they're calling in with. So, and I had the similar experience at McDonald's too. We had a regular who would always come in and get his coffee uh, and he always had a story to tell. So I really liked that because it reminds me that people are people and when I'm really down or you know someone said something rude to me or uh, I had a really bad call or something I always like to remember that you know this is just a world full of people trying to do their best at living uh, and everyone's going through different things so when you get to hear the reality behind what's really going on it's just it's awesome I love that. I've just written that down. People are people. That's really, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I've tried to take that into account when driving. I have 
my own oh, cases man. of road rage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like not even just here at work or, or wherever, uh, really just anytime things like that happen or, you know, uh, for example, like someone pushed past me at the market the other day and I was thinking, Hey, you know, you could have just said, excuse me. And I wanted to yell. And I was like, well, you know, who knows what he's in a hurry for. There could be so many reasons. Like you don't, you really just don't know anybody. And we need to change that. We need to try and get to not, obviously I'm not going to try and get to know that random guy that pushed past me, but you know what I mean? Like try to think about them and their life and just other people yes. and not be so selfish in the moment. 100%. And I think especially this time of year when everything is just so much more busy. Yeah. You um, never know what people yeah. are going through, right? Like some Ab- people absolutely. have just lost parents last year around the holiday season, or it's going to be their first Christmas without them, or they're scrambling to, uh, you know, get something done like renovations at the house and for company. And there's just so many things going on. Yeah. And the first thing out the window is humanity. <laughs> exactly. It always is. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. I hope that's one thing that everyone can take away or or try to just be more conscious of because that's incredibly important is to remember, in fact, people are people. For and sure. It's that golden rule piece of treat them how you would like to be treated. Exactly. What would you say has been your biggest learning opportunity and how has it contributed to, to your success as a moment maker? My biggest learning opportunity, I would say, sorry, I'm just trying to think about that one for a minute. Um, Mm -hmm. I would say it was honestly coming onto Magic Bubbles. Uh, There was a lot to learn. And I know that that's like a widely known thing among the team. Uh, As much as we all love working with Magic Bubbles, it's so different from our other brands. Uh, There's a lot of processes and varieties. So it was a huge learning curve. And definitely taking some of the first few calls on launch day, it was incredibly confusing, but I tried my best and uh, it did pay off. So I just tried to sound confident and uh, I think the customers picked up on that. So uh, I got to learn what it was like to be new at that and just kind of navigate my way around it. So it gave me good experience in the sense that anytime I'm thrown a learning curve, I, I can just try to fall fake confidence until I get there. <laughs> well, you did great. Thanks. <laughs> I I would have never known. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I mean, obviously I, I did read up on all of the stuff and go through the training, but there's only so much you can do until you have to practice it for real. And then you're yeah. learning as you go, basically. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, that, that method is not necessarily for everyone, but that method is also, yeah some of the best exposure you can have, because that's exactly what it is. It's it's exposure. You can prepare as much as possible and you can have all the right answers, but you'll never really know until you've fully experienced it. Yes. And I tell everybody I train that as well, because uh, most of the time I can tell they're getting tired of like mock calls and things like that. And that's when I'll say, okay, if you're comfortable, I'm just going to throw you on the lines because I'm being honest. That's how you're going to (laughs) learn. (laughs) <laughs> I'm here uh, to support you but you're on your own yeah. as long as they're comfy with it I'm like I'm putting you on because this is how you're really going to learn and they always seem to be thankful of that because they're like yeah you know of course the things you said weren't going to happen are happening and it's good that I know it now and can experience it now while I'm new mm-hmm. and then going forward I won't make that mistake again yes for sure I agree with yeah. that entirely I uh 
Mont calls are not anyone's favorite, I would no. say. Um, <laughs> and and like I would have this running list of just situations to fake during a mock call, but you really can't. Like it's so difficult to really get the environment of yeah. a crazy interaction. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I would say too, uh, if you don't mind me just adding on to that question answer, um, yeah. I I did have a call on Serta Pro as well where someone was calling in. Uh, they had a complaint because basically we can't uh, service locations where they're serviced under other locations. So, you know, that probably. Um, and yeah, so basically I was trying to tell this woman that, and she, she got very aggressive. Uh, and I think it was the only call since starting that I had like that. And I just completely like did not, I mean, I remained calm and did my best and was applauded for that by Christine after, but she was like, yeah, I mean, you might need to take a minute. I completely understand that was pretty like aggressive. So, you know, it was, it was good though, because I got to learn how to remain calm and just keep repeating the answer until they understand and, you know, try my best because I had never had that before on the phone. So it was a little tough to navigate, but uh, Christine said I handled it well, and now I know how to completely handle that here on Magic Bubbles. So good, yeah. They can throw anything at you, and um, it and like we said, I mean, it's it is the best learning because you have to think on your toes. You don't have a choice. Exactly. So and I go find with myself, it with your all. <laughs> yeah, I find that's the best way for me to learn. Obviously, I'm a visual learner, so uh, and that's why I'm in college as well. It's why I said I'll never go to university personally because I know it's not the way I learn. Like I have to learn on my feet in the situation. Okay, interesting, and that's mm-hmm. uh, that's really good that you know that because that sets you up for success down the line too. Exactly. Hypothetically, if we have a moment maker coming into Magic Bubbles or Serta Pro, um, they've never been in customer service. They've never, I mean, they've probably spoken on the phone before, but they've never handled it as a customer service uh, representative and they've never kind of worked in retail or anything like that. Fresh on the floor, what's your one piece of advice that you would give to them when entering this industry? My one piece of advice is remain friendly no matter what. Obviously, if the person is like absolutely harassing you, maybe go to your manager and stop that. But, (laughs) you know, if I mean like someone's calling you with a complaint and they sound stressed, really just remain friendly because most of the time they're not mad at you. And that's my biggest piece of advice is don't take these things personally. Like I know that we have pride in our brands and we like to think of ourselves as the, as the front lines of the brand and everything. But most of the time when people are calling in, they're not calling in and being like, Hey, Angeline, uh, I have a problem with you. You know, it's not a personal thing. So even though you are involved in the process and you should consider yourself a branch of that, just remain professional and polite and do what you can to help because taking it personally is not going to help. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. I think Once again, couldn't have said it better myself. That's that's one of my, uh, one of my things that I would always say to also remember, yes, is it's not you. Um, they're going to be frustrated. They're going to express it. We are going to receive it, but it's not, it's not us whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you very much. Um, I have loved this personally. This has been amazing. And I like to close these out 
by just asking you what the one thing is that you try, because the keyword is try, we're not all perfect, uh, to do in your personal and professional life to live in the moment. Okay. Yeah, no, I can definitely answer that. And when you say live in the moment, you just mean like, you know, be present. Yeah. Okay. So what I like to try and do is, uh, there's a lot of, I don't know. There's a lot of different things I like to do for that. Uh, well, for one, uh, I'm trying to be on my phone less if that helps. Uh, so I'm trying to do that less. Uh, I actually, I got a smartwatch so that I can still see if I'm getting texts and things like that, because I personally have a thing where, uh, and it's, it's related to my anxiety disorder, but obviously I check my notifications all the time. And then as soon as I see it, I want to answer. Uh, but I'm trying to keep my phone away from me a bit. And then I'll be able to see on my watch if someone texted me or if something happened, and then I'll remember that and go back and answer it later. So I still get the relief of like, knowing what's going on, but not necessarily having to be involved. So that okay. gives me more time to kind of, yeah. So that way, if I'm like at the gym and that's mostly what I use it for, to be honest, uh, I'll get a text, but I won't have to pick up my phone and read it. Uh, it just pops up on my watch and then I can go right back to lifting my weights and not have to worry about it at the moment or pick up my phone or anything like that. So uh, there's that. Uh, I try to spend as much time as I can with my animals because uh, I'm the only thing they have and they deserve that. And you know me, I'm, I'm a big animal person. So I believe yes. that they deserve most of my time. Uh, so I try to do that as much as possible. And I also spend a lot of time in nature because I personally believe that uh, that's what we're intended to do is spend as much time as possible in nature because that's where we come from. Uh, so I try to go out. I, we go for hikes, me and my boyfriend, we go for walks in the park and things like that. Uh, that's what I find helps me live in the moment. I actually, a couple years back had a problem with disassociation. I'm not sure if you know what that is. Mm -hmm. So the only thing that really helped that go away was basically being in nature and spending time with the people I love because, that's what I found really brought me back into the moment. So that's what I still try to do to this day. And yeah, I would say that's what I do. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I may have to take a couple of those nuggets for myself. I love that. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. I agree with the animals though. I think Louie benefits yeah. from the same thought process. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, this has been a really fun conversation and I will pass you back to continue helping out our magic bubbles customers because I'm sure they need you now. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for your time, Angeline. Yeah, you're very welcome. I'll talk to you soon. All right. See you later. Bye. Isn't she amazing? I don't know how anyone could not feel joyful after speaking with Angeline. I'm really loving this series and getting to know our people. With the majority of us working remote, we really only interact through our online channels. So these one-on-one -on -one get to know you's have been amazing. The questions are repetitive, but the perspectives and answers are so unique. I'm just constantly learning. Thank you so much for joining us today and for listening. We'll see you next week as we celebrate another journey. Sometimes you need someone there for support Sometimes you need a little genuine